and welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can tell Katie hasn't hosted the podcast in a while. Is it called Meanwhile in the Falklands? Yeah, it's Meanwhile okay. in the Falklands. Let's just carry on from okay. there. Episode 31. It's We're not counting episodes. We haven't for like 10 weeks. Come on. So we are here and we're in a different location this time. We are in Paula's home because she shout, is here. Shout, Give hello, us a shout. Paula. And she is baking today, but along with that, we've got Hannah, hello, and Tom, and of course, I am Katie. So, the reason why Paula is baking, Hannah, do you want to tell us why? Yes, yeah, she's slaving over a hot oven because there's an extra, extra special event that's happening on Saturday, very exclusive. Um, drag extravaganza quiz, a Ooh. drag show quiz, and Paula is making all of the nice, tasty treats for it, which should be good. Most of them. The majority of the tasty treats for it. Yeah. Um, so she's making lots of pastry, volivanti things and anything that's yummy. But she won't let us try any, which I think is very <laughs> terrible. Yeah, she's <laughs> my own heart. She's going far more savoury than sweet. So mm. I'm going to have a great time. So this weekend is absolutely jam-packed, isn't it? With all things Christmas. Tom, awesome tell us say. why. Uh, what's going on this weekend? So tonight we have the Challenge Concert at the Town Hall. Ooh. Changing location this year because it was so busy last year um, and all the years before you ended up having loads of people standing at the back of the cathedral. So they're now doing it at the Town Hall and uh, we've got our own little show, haven't we guys? Make, making our debut, won't we? Yeah, yeah. Be exciting. Our faces aren't on stage, <coughs> thank God for that, we might win. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's a competition, but we will win. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. there was a winner, we could try for it. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if we should say what we're doing. Paula, what do you think? Should we say what we're doing? Yeah? All right, so it's a sort of, um, if you watch the Bob Dylan and Muppets rendition on, uh, on YouTube, <laughs> then it's our, our take on that, but obviously, because it's the Falklands, and we are... Penguins! Yeah, penguin puppets. Yeah, Paula's slaving making penguin puppets, isn't she, as well? Oh, yeah. And an elf dress. And an elf dress. <laughs> and a Santa suit. And I'm sick and tired of white fur. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've so, got a lot more to come. <laughs> this week, we've had quite a busy one, but before we get on to all the excitement of Christmas, which has been the theme for this week, we do just need to talk about how, although Christmas for many of us is a really, really amazing and exciting time for lots of people it's not hannah you did yeah. a little bit of investigating into food banks this week i did yes um and i found out that actually there is a food bank in falkland island what which is, is at the um cathedral yeah. run by well at the, the cathedral is where they collect things but the yeah. actual food bank is at the seafarers mission i think so they do collections from yeah the well cathedral. you took the story didn't you Katie? yeah so you uh -huh. talk a bit about it yeah so um, the food bank idea Hannah sort of came up with realised that this was a, prob a problem that is slightly different from the UK in that here in the Falkland Islands there isn't the same idea and there isn't the same sort of problem of poverty. It's a different kind yeah. in that lots of people live right on that breadline, which is what Morris from the Seafarers Mission was telling me about, where they're chuckling along quite happily but then something can, hap can happen like the car breaks down or the washing mm. machine stops working. And that can just throw, throw them into a problem where they can't afford their weekly food shop. What was the percentage in the end that, um, of the, the rise in usage it, from the previous year? Because the, the food bank's only been open for two years, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so since last year, its usage has risen by 66%. And is that an annual figure or is it only in place during like the festive period? It's, it's an annual figure, so all year round it's available. But I also spoke to someone um, from social services who was telling me that 
Christmas is quite an exciting time for people, but the problem is January, which is a long month where lots of money has gone out the window the month before, yeah. and it can just be a long, cold, difficult month for people. So I think it's really important that here, you can go into the cathedral after you've been to the one, one of the shops, there's one right next door, buy a couple of extra things and go pop into the cathedral and put your food in there if you can. Because I wonder, I wonder how that compares rel in relativity terms to the UK and the percentage use of... Well, as I was just saying, there. it's very yeah. different. It's a different kind of usage here as it is in the UK in that here we don't have people who are living in on the streets or in extreme poverty, but we have people that just aren't quite managing. What's it said? The official it's unemployment percentage yeah. is zero. Yeah, yeah but like then you've got... I think there was 10 people used the food bank this year. Yeah so far and I wonder in comparison because it's 3,000 population 10 people using it that's actually quite a high figure if yeah. you look at it compared to the UK one I wonder in whether it's in terms of a percentage <laughs> of yeah. the population I wonder whether it is quite so be interesting yeah, yeah so out. I think that's just a really important message to think about at this time of year that not everybody Absolutely. is mm. having such a jolly time as you are so, so no matter where you are in the world listening to this think about your local food bank go mm, pop exactly. something down because there's always someone in need especially at this time of and day. there's always tins in the back of the cupboard you never use always yeah. exactly that. and if you're in the Falklands they were bought out of date yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> soon discover that purchasing things out of date doesn't become so much of a problem no it doesn't at all I'm a lot less fussy about the sell by date now <laughs> waste not want not though isn't yeah. it that's what it is my, my parents when I was a kid were always like Hannah you can't leave the table until you finish your plate and that's that like never had a chance to I was like, going to say there was never fussy. an issue with that yeah. it was my, we had a completely different phrase which was first to finish helps thy neighbour so I sat next to my little brother and if he didn't eat quicker than I did then I was on his plate <laughs> on it literally all over it so a nice transition from that talking about those domestic ways of life Tom you were sitting in a sort of Unique kind of court case this week, weren't you? Yeah, it was actually actually my first. So obviously three years of a journalism degree going to court all throughout the year. I'd never sat in on a civil case, always done criminal. Family is closed off, mm -hmm. but I never sat in on a civil case. And this was the Falklands very first um, domestic abuse prevention order. So this was the order that the justices of the peace and the summary court were looking to impose on someone following an arrest uh, in a case of domestic abuse because domestic abuse is not a crime it's okay. not mm. it's not criminal um, so you can't come to court in the normal ways but there's a prevention order that can be imposed and this can be imposed the notice is imposed by the police at which point it has the exact same powers as the order but only lasts until the court hearing so they impose the notice and this doesn't no, they need no one's consent for it so what happened was there was a, someone rang up, said they were, they were having an issue at home. The police officer turned up. The woman said, I don't want him arrested. I, I just want him calmed down. The police officer entered the home. He saw, obviously, when he spoke to her, he saw some bruising on her. Entered the home. A lot of things were smashed up. His own hand was wrapped in a tea towel because it was bloody. So, and the police officer decided to, he made his decision that in that moment, no, this man needs to be arrested. Yeah. He was brought to court and the order was um, applied for. And the judges here locally had to decide whether they were going to impose the order or not. So what does the order actually mean? So the prevention Is order has, it can have a variety of different, um, uh, different elements to it. And in this specific one is he is not allowed to contact or return any contact to the person. So his wife in this question, um, unless it's through legal or social services, he's not allowed to enter their shared home 
or go within 100 meters of their home. Mm -hmm. And the maximum length an order can be placed for is 28 days, which is the most common one. It's not like, oh yeah, well, we'll only do it for a couple. Okay. Most of the time, unless there's a, a specific reason, they don't really impose it for less than 28 days. So, the, But this was the first one ever imposed in the Falklands, which is huge. If you've been listening to me in a while in the Falklands, you'll know that we've been following the domestic mm -hmm. abuse campaign um, quite, quite closely. And yeah. uh, so this is uh, sort of a, a historical case. Obviously, it's a terrible thing to have happened and that there's a need for that kind of thing is terrible, but it really is groundbreaking, as you say, that that's now in place and that mm. that sort of thing is being acted upon. But also that we speak, Hannah, you went out into camp, didn't you? Yes, what did I you do did. up there? I went spraying weeds, which oh. was very exciting. Uh, I went to Port Sussex and actually it was quite a nice day. Um, weather was nice. We went out and we saw the guys doing their first round of Calafati spraying which they use this cocktail of different chemicals and a special pink dye, you would have Ooh, loved it. Pink, pink everywhere. <laughs> yeah. They spray it, it around. Purple, maybe I'm Yeah, no, <laughs> they usually have, they used to do it with backpacks and things. So they'd go around with these backpacks and this pesticide kind of stuff, spray this calafati and it would all kind of disintegrate over time. But they've got this new machine mm -hmm. that's on a big back, back of a trailer that's got this big tank that they like put all this cocktail mixture in, a big potion. And they've got these two long hoses that come out so they can go 100 metres radius around, two, two at the same time, around the, around the truck and just start spraying all this stuff. When you were saying about putting the cocktails in there, I was picturing the stuff of uh, the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar, spice, yeah, bang. everything Califati kind of doesn't good. like. <laughs> it's good though because it, it doesn't totally destroy all the plants. Do you know what I mean? It's quite safe. Plants. It's safe for the environment. It's not something that... They wouldn't go around spraying something that wasn't safe for the environment. Yeah. That's got very, sheep and things like that. That's mm. very Falkland Islands, isn't it? Putting nature first. <laughs> yeah, very aware of um, yeah. the but native it takes It takes forever. And if you actually look at the amount of califati there is, it's such a problem because it gets stuck in all the um, livestock, like the sheep's wool and stuff like that. Yeah. So when they're going, the Rousey's going through it and trying to clean it up, there's all this... It's prickles, it's prickly. So how did, did Califati get here? Because it's not a native uh, well, plant. Well, it came, it came from Chile, apparently, on... When the um, shepherds came, apparently, right. yeah. they brought it on the soles of their feet, is I what see. I've heard. But yeah. in Chile, actually, it's quite a infamous thing. They sell it to tourists. They make Califati whiskey and liquor and stuff like that. Oh, and Califati beer, beer is so and, good. You know, loads of I had it when I went to so I thought, why don't they do it here? Falklands Beer Works? I'll be ringing Jeff Halliday yeah. next week. Yeah, well, exactly. That's what we were saying. Like, instead of just getting rid of it all, there must be yeah. a use for it. Definitely. And um, also, there's a, a big argument over how to say it because I say caliphate as well, but other people caliphate. say caliphate and caliphate. Because yeah. like, when I was in Chile, they called it a caliphate beer. Yeah, oh, I was I like, is it nice? What does it taste oh, like? Awesome. Why did, yeah, why? Because uh, Aust Austral make it, I think. No, yeah. no advertising there, of course. Uh, but Falcons Beer Works, we will advertise. You can order it online. But they should, they should have a go at making it, don't you think? Like, otherwise, then it's just waste because all this, they've got all this plant, they spray all this chemical on it. And there's only two lads doing it, do you know? I'd, yeah, I'd rather get the beer after, before it gets yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then it's like, the, it would be so much quicker if they could just whiz a helicopter around and do it. Do you know, like they do with yeah. the planes and stuff, like crop spraying and stuff, but they don't have the money. So no, they've got to do it. the manual labour. So but as Hannah was out in the nice weather, Tom, why have you been in trouble this week? Oh yeah, I went out in the nice weather. <laughs> Not work-related, I went for a walk and lived here nearly two years and haven't been sunburnt once. I was like, mm -hmm. holding the ozone layer. I think it's a myth. <laughs> uh, but we were speaking about urban legends yeah. earlier, weren't we? Uh, yeah, so I went out on Sunday and got mm. quite severely sunburned <laughs> to the extent where I had 
heat stroke and my arms and neck swelled up and went purple. Have you and, shed a skin like a snake? Uh, so <laughs> the skin on my neck has peeled off. And if I go by what the Canadians were saying, she said, oh, they can shear me. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about how hairy I am here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the top layer of burnt skin's come off. And oh. below the top layer of burnt skin is another fresh layer of burnt skin. So <gasps> I've, I've peeled and I'm still burnt. I was going to say, having a shower was fun. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. I have, like, since Saturday, <laughs> I've, had, I've had cold showers, uh, which oh. is great. Like, even though it's summertime here in the Falklands, it's <laughs> still not incredibly warm. And stepping out of my shower in the morning after a cold shower is just... Oh, you need some aloe vera. Aloe vera is really good I've, I've for it, actually. I've got so many, so many aloe vera plants at home. I've been aloe vering. So, yeah. <laughs> Even though we've had this lovely hot weather that caused Tom to get burnt, mm-hmm. we've also got some rota winds at the minute, which has meant that Connie, who is Paula's daughter, she has Aww. not been able to get on her flight. She was meant to get in last tonight, but unfo- last night, sorry, yeah. but she's been delayed 24 hours. And that is why everyone tries to get here a couple weeks before Christmas, because this yeah. time, it's funny how, uh, and I'm going to add to the uh, <laughs> add to the controversy, but it's funny how the rotor winds pick up this time of year, mm. and flights seem to be slightly more delayed over Christmas. Mm. I wonder if mm. it has anything to do with the number of people who have to be shepherded back and forth. <laughs> oh no, there's rotors today. <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe it's just a natural phenomenon. But <laughs> second flight, if the second flight comes through, could be could be a lot more uh, straightforward. There was, was news on that this mm. week wasn't there yeah do you want to tell us about it uh yes yeah, so exco have approved it so the executive council yeah. three members of this legislative assembly are on ex on the executive council for a certain period of time and they decide whether legislation gets passed and different um different deals go through and they've given the chief executive the go ahead to finalize the deal with latam brazil when how long will it take for it all to go through well, he said at the public meeting we attended last year that hopefully within 12 months it should be set up whoop, whoop, whoop. That would be. I've never been to Brazil. Oh, that sounds very exciting, doesn't it? Yeah, it would, it would be absolutely amazing. There are still people with their some of their concerns, um, and there was quite a, a heated public meeting again last week. Um, I asked Gilbert House for a quote because the MMLAs went around camp um, to do public meetings in different places regarding thought, the yeah, same thing as well. And I asked for a quote from Gilbert House on that, and they never got back to me. And I mm. have to say, I forgot to get back in touch with them. It was just a quick phone call to say, hey, can we have a line on this to give it yeah. balance to camp? It would be interesting to see what so, the camp, people out in camp think. Yeah, um, but um, I know that listening to the Legislative Assembly on Thursday, that one of the big things they were talking about was still about development out there. So well, I would have, I would have thought, actually, into. with the second flight, it would be quite beneficial to some people out in camp because it would be more tourism. Mm. More tourism, more money. But the biggest issue isn't tourism for them, it's hands labour. Yeah. Yeah. It's labour that they want. But mainly the people who work out in camp these days are either Falkland Islanders, people from Australia or New Zealand who have mm. come over for a couple of years, or Chileans. Chileans oh. are a huge part. Mm. You go to Fitzroy, Gilberto yes. at Fitzroy mm. um, with Susie. And they are in, in like an intrinsic part now of camp culture. And it'll be interesting to see if that farming side that sort of the Chileans that have come to the Falklands to farm, whether the farming side of Brazil will have a similar influx mm. now that that link is set up. Because that obviously set itself up, it has a bit more of a historical basis. 
you never know, it might have an influx of Brazilian people moving down I won't complain about that. That would be that much. Can you set one up with Colombia, please? Shakira, Shakira. (laughs) It would be fantastic because the Falklands are so good at having lots of different cultures as being Mm. very important parts of the community down here. So, I I mean, personally, I think it'd be just wonderful. Massive multicultural community, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. I think we've said this before, actually, but when we first arrived, I I had no clue that it was going to be so diverse. I don't know what you thought, but I didn't expect it to be so No, I expected it to be like going somewhere like the, the Isle of Wight in the UK or something. Or just like one British. I oh, know, yeah. that's probably very close, but like, I yeah. didn't expect it to be so... Which is a good thing, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Connie's flight being delayed did have some repercussions. In the, sorry about that, that's just my phone going on. Um, but did have some repercussions in that even though I've been insisting for weeks and weeks and weeks that in our challenge concert performance, I was not going to be an elf, here I am in an elf costume. <laughs> yeah, but it's all right, because you get to dance around with your boyfriend Santa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's, and it's Santa suit that's ten times too big for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do. He needs to put that belt on, because yeah. he looks like far too, he looks far too casual. We had a rehearsal last night and he just looked far <laughs> too casual without the belt like on. Taxi yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, we Santa do have Claus the, back. the tallest, skinniest Santa Claus that's ever been. But he's been getting ready to go on his he, flight. Oh. He's been getting in training. You that's know what, what we need doing. to do? We need to put a pillow up underneath. Can we put a pillow up his tummy? Paula, yeah. can, can we put a pillow up Elliot's tummy for yes. um, Santa Claus? <laughs> Done. There we go. You'll look far more realistic now. <laughs> so that was something that I was not impressed about. But I'm in the elf costume and it's going to be very festive. And there's plenty of other festive things coming up at the moment. We finally there got is. her because our board at the office does uh, the so the week starting tomorrow and going all the way until two weeks away. So we finally got Christmas on our work we boards. Do. So Katie's got a festive picture of what's going on at Christmas. If you're watching on YouTube, I'll put the picture on now. <laughs> but so yeah, yeah. All, of the, all of the work that's coming up for that. So it's your guys' first Boxing Day races. Very well, excited. Excited. For that. So excited. Can, that, can, can we place bets and things like that? I are we allowed to place bets? Paula, is there betting oh. at the Boxing Day races? There is, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I just like to get I on a bet horse. One crate of bud on Spitfire, uh, <laughs> rode by Declan. <laughs> I'm d- He's quite I'm a good jockey, actually. He I won think, two of his races yeah. last year. I brought all my riding things, took up so much space in my suitcase, my riding hat and boots, and I've not been on a horse once since getting here, so it'd be <laughs> really great to get on. That's like me in all my wetsuit, yeah. though. Yeah. I haven't used that once. You know what I mean? haven't made friends now. with the right people. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> I haven't made friends full stop. <laughs> but this week, I had such an exciting time in, well, probably one of my favourite things I've done since getting here, in that I got to go to the children's Christmas concert at the oh, local yeah. infant and junior How was that? Oh, my goodness. So on Wednesday evening, Paul and I went along to to the the junior schools one and it was aliens coming to the nativity play so it was a play within a play and it was fantastic (laughs) they had changed the way that they had all the children sitting down so they had them down the side of the audience when they all stood up to sing the sound was just beautiful was it acoustically yeah Paula's it, nodding her head over there. <laughs> Sorry, was, we can hear you in the distance. We can hear yeah, you. Yeah, no, because I've heard, because obviously we're friends with some of the teachers, and one of them was saying that she had the song, the alien song, stuck in her head. Oh, it's in, Forever and ever and ever it's, and ever. It's and ever. in my like, head, and I attended 20 minutes of a practice run by accident because I was setting up the town hall. <laughs> it like, was really we catchy. Come from outer space. Don't sing it copyright. Copyright. Oh, no, boo. How much of it is fair usage? <laughs> <laughs> 30 seconds fair usage, actually. Uh, that's not true. It is true for radio. Oh. It's true for radio. No, it's not true for TV, because I 
Well, we're not on TV. <laughs> so it uh-huh. was. Too <laughs> It was just lovely, and I think especially, the, in my opinion, someone who really shone on stage. Everyone was wonderful, but the little girl playing Mary, she was in full character all the way through. Her dance moves were on point. She was giving it her Was she all. flossing? It was great. Yes, yeah, she I, was. I heard she there was, was a floss at one point. There was, there was. Um, and then on Very yesterday, actually, century. which was uh, Thursday, I went along to the nursery production which was just oh, yeah. adorable. They were tiny and did a little nativity was it scene. FS1 and FS2, wasn't yes, it? Yeah, it was. And it was so lovely. Other than there was one little point where a sheep um, spotted his mummy and wanted to go and see her, so he had a Aww. little cry. But other than that, it was very sweet and it just added to the whole performance. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in full Christmas mode. But this next week, we do have some more Christmassy things coming up, don't we? Do we? So what we got? We got challenge, challenge concert, concert this museum evening. Lights, museum lights and the drag, yep. drag fabulous Christmas quiz. Um, yes. And then what's what's happening? What's happening next week? Because. I feel like our, our workbook is actually quite serious and heavy news for next week. Well, it is, and a lot of the things are packages that we've already got all sorted, isn't yeah. it? So next week we've got a couple of serious Christmas news festival going on. Yeah, do you want yeah, to tell us about that? You went fun. along yesterday? Yeah, no, it was good. There's lots of different Christmas trees, and people can sponsor a tree for £50, and you can decorate it with a theme, depending on the company that you're for, say, like, BFBS. Oh, don't know if I'm allowed to plug the rival, but BFBS <laughs> had one with the pit baubles that they'd made with photographs of all the presenters on, yeah. um, which was quite good. And then the police had one and stuff like that. So, oh, look. <laughs> Christmas tingles. Oh, Christmas, Christmas tingles. Oh, oh that's, <laughs> a, that's a sign of mince pies. Well, on... Ooh. Ooh. Well, on that note, I think we should all go and have a chocolate biscuit. Yeah, but we will be one. back next week for one more Christmas podcast just to say Merry Christmas to you yeah, all. Yeah, I don't know if we'll, will we be doing one the week after. The week after is after Christmas, though, so next week will be Next week will be all in our Christmas jumpers, we have to get photographs Exactly, of us. Yeah. that's what we'll do. But I'm just thinking for the week after, because that will be the 28th. Yeah. But we're technically got the day off. Oh, it's like one, one of our two days off a year. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so one more podcast next week, but now we're going to go and have some of Paula's chocolate biscuits. But yeah. <laughs> thank you very much for joining us, and we'll see you all soon. See you Bye. soon. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye.